I'm Katie Garrett, your Function Mess Nutritionist. And I'm just sitting here with you guys today without my husband, because I wanted to talk a little bit about my own personal experience having finally gotten COVID. I know that you know it is a an infection that leads to disease, and I am not here to give medical advice or to talk about diagnosing yourself or even to share this is what COVID does to people. I'm just sharing what my own personal experience has been. If you are like me, you just are curious about what people experience and how they all kind of react differently and what COVID has the ability to do and not do. So I'm just kind of contributing to that conversation because I know a lot of my patients have asked me what it was like for me and what I've experienced since. Um, so I wanted to, you know, just sit down with you guys and share what the last few months have been like since I had COVID in July and we're now recording this in November. So to start off, I like to look at labs. I like to stick with the most objective data possible. And I actually knew that I was going to be putting myself at a high risk of COVID because we had stayed pretty isolated. Um, we had quarantined pretty hard throughout the pandemic. Um, my husband, Phil, has uh, asthma and scar tissue in his lungs and just kind of, you know, didn't want to risk anything until we knew better how to treat COVID and the aftermath. So we stayed at home for most of the pandemic and then we had kind of felt a little bit more comfortable. There were more treatments available. And so finally, in the summer of 2022, we started going out into high-risk situations. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to just get a baseline of what my labs look like um, and then see what they look afterwards in case I get COVID. And sure enough, a month later, <laughs> I did get COVID after traveling and being on planes and around a lot of people. And so then I did, I had to do labs a month later because my thyroid prescription was out. So I had to go in and you know, I had this kind of two month comparison to see how COVID impacted me. And I noticed that it did not impact a lot of markers that I thought it may. So for example, my white blood cells and the breakdown of my white blood cells hadn't really changed. They were normal for what's normal for me. My HSCRP, this is a general marker of inflammation, and it can definitely go high post-infection, but when I had the labs done about a month after having had COVID, which is enough to you know fully overcome it and get over it, uh, my CRP was exactly what it's always been, which is basically zero. And then GGT, this is a marker of glutathione, which is one of those really important antioxidants that our body makes that science has shown is pretty important for fighting COVID. You're more likely to have long COVID and severe COVID when your glutathione is low. When GGT goes high, it means you have low glutathione. So I was curious to see if maybe infection had depleted me, especially because I had a fever for like three or four days. So I had some pretty gnarly symptoms with it. I never needed any medication or anything, but it definitely had impacted me. And fortunately, my GGT was in the optimal range. And then the other big thing that COVID can impact is autoimmune disease. It can exacerbate it or even trigger new autoimmune disease. And I had last checked my markers in 2020. I have Hashimoto's. And in the past, I've also shown antibodies for scleroderma. So I, I recheck them every few years just to make sure I still have reversed that and that my antibodies are looking good. 
and all of my autoimmune markers for scleroderma and other types of rheumatological autoimmune diseases were still negative. I was so grateful to see that. Um, and then kind of moving on past the, the labs, because I am going to get to in just a second which labs were made abnormal after COVID. Um, but before I do that, I also want to share, it didn't really impact my hormones. There's been a lot of talk around women's hormones when it comes to COVID. It's changing their periods, either the intensity or the length. And uh, I've had three periods since then, and they're generally what is normal for me. But then two or actually a number of the different markers that it has impacted is related to my thyroid. My TPO, which are the antibodies for my Hashimoto's disease. Um, So these are kind of related to disease severity and activity. Um, They went up for the first time ever. That's right. I have been tracking this for, let's see here, like seven or eight years. And my antibodies increased for the first time ever. It was (laughs) such a blow to my self-esteem. I was so close to getting them just like completely normal range. My antibodies started off in the 300s back in like 2015, and then it was 284 in 2017, 270 in 2018, down to 160 in 2020, um, 104 at the end of 2020, 81 in 2021, and 60 in June of 2020. So it had fallen like 20 to... 40 points each time that I had it run and it went from 60 up to 66 in August. I was like, ah, darn it. I was, you know, hoping for like a a 40, right? (laughs) And, and I do feel like nothing else about my life had really changed. I didn't change supplements or diet or anything like that. Um, so that to me does feel like this seems like the infection was the triggering event for that increase in antibodies. And when your thyroid is getting attacked more, that means that your thyroid hormone can go down. And sure enough, my thyroid hormone went from 2.6 in June to 2.3 in August. And that's pretty low. That's at a point where it requires a a medication increase for most people because they're not going to be feeling their best. And that was a big bummer for me as well because I have had a very stable dose of medication for a long period of time. I actually have decreased it over the last few years. And now this is saying that I need an increase. So I was really surprised that you know I overcame the infection within a week. I was back to working out within a week. I still walked my dog and made my meals when I had COVID because I had all my supplements that would make me feel good for a couple hours. And so I felt like, you know, I got through it pretty well. And yet here I'm seeing that my autoimmunity was increased and my thyroid, you know, really dropped. And that's just, it's just an N equals one experiment, right? It's just one person. That's not enough to say this is what COVID does to you. Um, But it is kind of interesting to observe and then kind of see how it might be impacting you and look for some of these trends in yourself. Another uh, two ways that I feel it may have impacted me is my zinc levels. So I had supplemented zinc at fairly high doses during COVID and also for prevention beforehand. And yet when I tested my zinc, it was still pretty low. Uh, So it really kind of shows like how much that, that infection can run through your zinc levels. And then the last way was uh, Epstein-Barr virus. 
I have chronic reactivated mono, which means that my immune system is not the best at keeping mono at bay and it can start replicating and create almost like a low grade infection. It's not really an infection. I'm not having a fever, but I can feel it in joint aches and fatigue and um, it's like pressure in my face. Um, and so I know kind of when I have not, it's usually when I haven't slept as well. If I go a couple of days in a week where I don't sleep really well, then I will get those symptoms. And since having had COVID, I've gotten those symptoms quite frequently. So, you know, I used to be like, I had to be really sleep deprived or eat a lot of sugar. And now it's like, if something's just a little bit off, then I'm going to have those symptoms for a couple of days. And there is research showing that those who can test positive for mono over and over again throughout their life are at one of the highest risks for long COVID. So we do know that there is a, a correlation there where one type of viral infection seems to kind of trigger the activity of the other viral infection. So it feels like that's something that I have noticed as well. Um, I haven't really done anything about it yet because this doesn't impact my life that greatly. When I start to feel symptoms, I usually just take some curcumin or CBD and I feel good again uh, for several hours. Uh, but I will probably research that one of my rainy Friday evenings or something where I like to dig into uh, PubMed and Google Scholar for hours and just kind of learn more about my body. Hopefully that was insightful for you to see what it was like for someone like myself who is very scientific and likes to observe the effects of things um, and kind of get some insights that you could see of watching your own body and watching your own labs to decipher how things like not only COVID, but you know other types of infections um, could be impacting you and how that might require a change in your lifestyle or your supplementation. All right, I will talk to you guys again soon. Bye-bye.